Hashtag the morning flavor. Jazeel Brothers, she's the one. 22 minutes to 9. We have the bridge coming up after 9. LKG, Dineo and Somizi will be holding it down from 9 to 12. Make sure you stay with us for them to uh, come through at 9 o'clock uh, in the morning and uh, have a time with them. So it's interesting how when you look at the global picture, South Africa shows to be quite high on the list of countries that have a high prevalence of cyberbullying. And uh, as, as a result, I guess one of the highest prevalences of cyberbullying is found here. And if you just look at a recent report by a research company, Ipsos Global Advisor, um, it talks about a couple of interesting things. 80% of South Africans saying that they're aware of cyberbullying. Three quarters of South Africans believe that anti-bullying measures um, need to be um, you know, f- far-reaching and that at the moment it is insufficient. Uh, take, for example, First for Women. They've gone and introduced insurance cover mm. for cyber crimes and cyber bullying. Um, and of course, it is launched in the name of protecting clients against this increase in internet-based risks. But there's also the psychological side of, I'm on social media and people are always having me, or I'm always going at people. Is there a deeper psychology behind it, or is it just all play-play? Well, uh, joining us on the line is Dr. Tsepiso Matenji to help us unpack all of this. Good morning, Doctor. Good morning, family. How are you guys? Well, we are great. And how are you? I'm fine. I finally got the name right. Morning Flavor. Yay! Yay! <laughs> all, all in a day's work, Doctor. All in a day's work. I have graduated to grade two. We love it. We love it. We love it. <laughs> I mean, let, let's talk about uh, cyberbullying, especially from a social media context. Is there much to analyze here from a psychological point of view? Yes, there is. In fact, we, we tend to call it black Twitter and we think oh, it's funny when we're tearing somebody apart. Mm-hmm. But it's actually much bigger than that. And if you see how some of the celebrities respond, people get the shock when they're being vulgar or when they become aggressive. So there's a couple of things that we want to talk about. It's called the triad of the dark personality, the dark triad. And one of them is this sense, yeah, Machiavellism. And I want people to Google it, where people are actually very much attracted to black Twitter. Because for them, it's an opportunity. It's an ambitious way. It's an opportunity to get um, followers. It's strategic. It's about getting them results, having more people like, having more people comment. It gives them publicity. It gives them uh, notoriety for that day. When you are having people following you and you are wanting to get as many followers as you can, because maybe you are looking for a career like all the others, a social butterflies who make careers on Twitter. So you, you, tend, to, you tend to think that it's my way of relative. It is mm-hmm. looking at your own gratification. It's looking at you pursuing your own, own, own dreams, your own goals at the expense of other people. It's immoral because some of the people who actually show that Machiavellism traits, they tend to do things that are just on the border of being illegal, but it's all about them being promoting themselves, mm. being able to make themselves look good. And in fact, we even follow them. We think that they are funny. We think that their comments are okay, that if they haven't said anything, the case is not closed. But the point is they are actually much more harmful and they don't necessarily understand that the lack of compassion and the words that they're doing are actually harmful to other people. Uh, We're going to pause there, Doctor, because we need to talk about how we profile these people. I mean, you've put it quite eloquently, but we'll go deeper and uh, flip it again with those who are victims of such. Dr. Tepiso Matenji joins us on The Morning Flavor. Any questions you have around cyberbullying, particularly on social media, you can call us 089-110-3377. 
All right, welcome to The Morning Flavor. It is 17 minutes to nine. We're talking cyberbullying, uh, particularly in the context of social media. Things that are said to others in the name of bringing them down. Is that the case? And you, perhaps a victim of such. And for some or other reason, people just go at you. Uh, and maybe it's still confusing. We're joined on the line by Dr. Tepiso Matenji, who is, of course, a psychologist. And uh, she's unpacked just... Um, a, a great intro to set the scene for this conversation. Mm. Doctor, when we look at bullying or bullying in the traditional sense, especially um, in the school setting, you know, we always tell kids if you're being bullied, report to your teacher or tell your parents or, you know, we always try to find ways of helping kids that are being bullied cope with their situation or find a solution around it. But on social media, what's the best way for someone to respond to to, to being bullied because sometimes you stand up for yourself and you end up creating even more problems or you know reputational damage especially if you're yes. someone who's a public figure yes um look when you were a child it is important that you actually speak to your adult encourage your kids have that kind of relationship where your child can come and talk to you because for them some of the repercussions that they are going to take they're, they're much bigger if they, they they react to it they have far-reaching consequences but as an adult you also need to be able to attend talks schools right now they give talks all the time i'm invited to schools to come and talk about cyberbullying and how as, a, as an adult you need to monitor your children mm. and what it is that, that looks like it. And the point is if it is no longer comfortable, if it is harmful, it is okay for you to complain about it and say I don't like it, it needs to stop and I'm feeling that I'm, that, that, that I'm being damaged, that I'm being, mm. that I'm being harassed. But as an adult, when you are engaging, particularly with regards to what's happening on Twitter, uh, on social media, understand that some of the people actually have personality disorders. Mm-hmm. There are people who have psychopathy. That's the third, second thing. People who, by, just, just by virtue of them, they have tendencies that are about um, immoral behaviors. They lack the ability to love and establish meaningful relationships with people. They do not care about what you feel. They can put themselves in your feet mm-hmm. and understand that what they are saying is going to have an impact on you. And even if they do, they don't care about the damage. So you reacting, you're aggravating the situation because that's basically what they want. They want you to feel devastated. They want you to be sad. They want you to rethink the fact that you are there as a public figure and they have the right to tear into you. Mm-hmm. So when you are engaging you are escalating the situation. I mean, Doctor, one of the other things is some feel they have to be on social media constantly to keep uh, abreast of what's going on around the world, in society, what the to- uh, the burning topics are, wherever, um, in whatever space, and you end up spending a lot of time there. Now, when you are being attacked, it's, almost, it's often hard to to switch off, isn't it? And I've seen, you know, for example, people in the industry who have been bullied on social media, finding it difficult to ignore those messages. Mm. I mean, what, what do we call that? Look, it's, it's more an issue of you are aware. And, and, and what happens, what I've seen being in, in, in the presence of some of the celebrities is that they will say, I don't want to look at it. I've put my switch off, um, my, 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 I'm off social media for today. But then people who care about you read those messages. They are harmed by it. So it's not always just about you as an individual and you're saying you want to protect yourself from it and you're going to go offline. And what you do about it is that you also need to be aware that when you're putting yourself out there, you're also exposing other people who care about you because your colleagues, your children, your spouses, your parents, your church congregants are watching, they're reading the same things. And it also hurts them because they know you, they invest. This sounds like a pipe dream. Mm. Um, but 
their lawyers who are dedicated to helping people understand what it is that you can do and how to lodge a case, mm. particularly where you can trace some of these individuals. Mm. Secondly, when you are going to put yourself in the public space, be aware of what you put out there. Once you put it out there, you don't have control over it. And part of strengthening yourself is understand that some of the people have got issues, they've got diseases, they're psychopathic, they're sadists, they're Machiavellists, and you can't control what they're going to do. So what they put out there is intended to harm you. Why? You don't know them because they don't know you from a loaf of bread, but they will do it anyway because for them it is self-serving and it's about their 15 minutes of, of, of fame. Mm. Dr. Tebiso Matenji is live on The Morning Flavor. We're talking cyberbullying from a social media perspective. Anything you want to add, you can tweet us, hashtag The Morning Flavor, and we still have our phone lines open. In a moment, we talk about, you know, progress and getting help. If, 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 if I feel like I can't take it anymore, yeah, and I feel like, you know what, I've got nowhere to run, everyone is just having me. Wherever mm. I go, it's Twitter, it's bad. Oh, my DMs are... Can I go get help somewhere? And is it something that you need to be ashamed of? Because I've seen often some people are just like, I, I'll just, it will pass. And is it will pass an option if you're really, you know, battling with such? Uh, we'll get into that shortly when we talk about progress and solutions as well. Terence McKay, Jola Nawe. Metro FM, it is where you're at. This is The Morning Flavor. Terence McKay, very stylish, very talented. This one is called Jola Nawe. It is eight minutes to nine. Joining us on the line is Dr. Tepiso Matenji. She's a psychologist. We're talking cyberbullying on social media. We've looked at the various scenarios. Now, if we look at solutions, doctor, I think it's critical to to understand that you can get help uh, if you feel that you're in a spot or you are in trouble. And often, we want to take things on ourselves. We we feel that getting help is a sign of weakness. So uh, what sort of help do you recommend for those who... Uh, are dealing with with being bullied on social media and all these online spaces um for, for for a lot of people it's the most difficult one being willing to go offline being able to take time off a hiatus from going offline being willing to disconnect with people and not know what's happening just to protect yourself while you recover second one go for counseling we underestimate the emotional impact that mm. trolling and cyberbullying has on people. It is very devastating um, to the extent that you find that people struggle to even believe that they are worthy. They are on TV. They feel that they are being looked at. They are not even confident in being able to present themselves and demonstrate their capabilities. So, so go for counseling. And then thirdly, have conversations within your support network because while you might be getting help, the rest of the people who love and care for you don't know how to handle it. Have conversations about how they can protect themselves. Also, if there's going to be personal information that is shared about you, share it first so that they hear it from you, Pili, so that they don't find out certain things about you and then they don't know where they stand, so that you are able to protect people as well. And then thirdly, get legal support. And I'm hoping that's not the last thing, but that becomes one of the first steps that you do. People who've got media agents and who've got people who've got a team of, of professionals who are supporting them in the public media, go and get legal representation mm -hmm. so that you know what your rights are and you know how to have recourse. We know celebrities who've taken on other people, who've taken them on, 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 on social media uh, incorrectly, and they, they actually got reparations in court. Mm -hmm. You might not have the money, but go and seek legal help. Mm -hmm. Doctor, I mean, you mentioned taking a break from social media. <laughs> I mean, does it actually work? I mean, have you seen cases where people have come back and said, you know what, it's the best thing I could have ever done? 
To be honest with you, yes. Mm. I have seen people who do that, that are going through a space where I agree that for the next few weeks, for the next few months, please get off social media so that you can focus on healing you. And it's also important to understand that some of the issues you said earlier before the break, they blow over. Some of them blow over, they move on to the next target. But then there are people who are constantly engaging in the media, who are addressing typical issues. And I'm thinking right now, for example, like Rizzi Reko, who's always on, on the media discussing. And she cannot disconnect because that's part of what her career is. I understand that that's part of her pushing the and for people like that, telling them to switch off, um, you know, they, they're not going to switch off. But you must understand that a person like that also knows how to fight it on social media. They have a very thick skin. And for some people, if you don't have a thick skin, taking time off becomes healthier. But if you are like ready and you can take it on on social media, go ahead, because then you require a very thick skin to be able to take on such people. Doctor, we love you always. Uh, the work you do is incredible, and uh, that's why we enjoy chatting to you on Mondays. We know you're battling um, with, with flu, so uh, please get well so that we can have you to your tip-top self. Yes. At least, at least from a vocal point of view. Upstairs, <laughs> I will shout. Go on. Wow. You see, I love you so much. Even I'm not sick and I'm on video. Oh, man. <laughs> we, we do apologize for overworking you, Doctor, but get well, all right? Thank you so much. Have a good morning, good morning, Flavor family. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Uh, she, she texted me the other day. She was enjoying uh, one of the mixes. I can't remember. I don't know if it was by uh, Lamise. I think it was by Lamise mm. or, or, or one of them. So, yeah, she's, mm. she's always uh, tapped in. Oh, man, love her. Okay, we are done for this Monday. We hope that uh, the morning has been progressive and what's to come is going to be even better. So make the most of your day and uh, we'll try and make the most of ours. Pearl Shongwe. Yes. I, I see Pearl is trending. Is that you? I think so. It's, um, I think it's me. It, it must be you. And mm. I've moved up to number one. It's but, so but surreal. There's no other I've, Pearl that matters today. I've never trained it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad it's for something positive. Keep climbing those mountains, yeah. girl. <laughs> yeah, oh, babes, we're mountain. <laughs> babes, we're in Taba. Oh, babes, we're in Taba. It's sitting at the need. <laughs> I want another girl. Yeah, I'm a fan of the boys. <laughs> All right, uh, we're done. Have yourself a wonderful Monday. We'll be back again tomorrow morning, bright and early from 5 to 9 a.m. Coming up next is news at 9 and then The Bridge with LKG, Dineo and Somizi. Here's Shakana, the sound. Good morning.